Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Comics Pals Wednesday Reviews. I am your host, Sean, joined by these two chuckleheads, Kale. That's me. And Marco. The Hell Spawn. Oh, interesting. <laughs> when did that happen? Um, you know, it happened after I was born. I um, came across a helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm, it was for my head. And, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Wow. And I became a football player, a football player, uh, a hell spawn. Oh, hell meaning helmet. Yes. Okay. So helmet spawn. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the bad spawn puns, uh, must mean that we're reviewing spawn this week, but is it actually good? Is spawn good? Wait, wait, get get, get one for the thumbnail. (laughs) Uh, Spawn 324, and then also King of Spies, number one. This is a new book from Mark Millar and Matteo Scalera. Uh, have some thoughts about this one, too. Before we get into all that, I do want to say thank you to Image Comics. They provide us with their books every single week early so that we can provide you guys with reviews of those books day and date. This will be full spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers for these books, you're not going to want to listen to this because we're going to tell you everything that happens and what we thought about it. If you want our reviews of Marvel and DC and everything else, that's on Thursday. So check that out. Listen to our main show, The Comics Pals, where we read your comments live on the air and we talk about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. This week, we talked about the comics that we're thankful for. We fan casted Keanu Reeves into the MCU. And uh, we talked about my rewatch of Spider Man and uh, what we would rank or what I would rank all the Spider-Man movies that have come out so far ahead of Spider-Man No Way Home. So if all that stuff sounds appealing to you, make sure that you subscribe to our channel on YouTube for free, youtube.com slash thecomicspals. Leave us a like, comment, share the video with your friends. And if you're not on YouTube and you're on a podcast hosting platform, it helps us out a lot if you leave us a follow, a rating, and a review there. We appreciate everyone who takes the time out to do that, especially during the holiday season. So... Let's kick things off with Spawn. Let's start by talking about Spawn 324. Interestingly, Todd McFarlane not credited uh, in any of the major roles. So Rory McConville steps into script and plot this one. Rory, of course, is working with Declan Shalvey over on Time Before Time. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Carlo Barbary returning, of course, on art. Tom Orzachowski on letters. J. David Ramos on colors. Todd only credited as the creative director, which, okay, sure. No problem with that. This issue of Spawn was really good. Yeah. You know what? It was fun. Yeah. Yep. En- enough so that I got invested like halfway through. Yeah. I've been, it pulled me out for a second. I'm like, Oh shit, I care about this. Yeah, yeah. No, the exact same thing happened to me. I was reading and I went, kind of into this actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Spawn, I've said it since day one. Spawn has the potential to be extremely good. The concept is rich and it's ripe with, you know, these different things that you can really play with. And I thought, you know, all it takes is a writer to jump on board and kind of, you know, do something interesting. And that's what happens here. Uh, This issue follows medieval spawn primarily who I forgot about 
uh, and I don't really care much about because I haven't been given a reason to yet. Um, but here we got to learn a little bit more about that character and the, the person whose body he's essentially inhabiting, which is this guy, Mark. Um, and I really enjoyed all of that. Uh, you got to figure being medieval spawn is way different than any of the other spawns because we know Al Simmons, right? And we know mm-hmm. the woman whose name, I think her name is Jess, who Jess inhabits that, yeah. the yeah, who inhabits the body of uh she spawn. But they have more of a like a master-servant relationship where Al is the master and the hell spawn is the servant. But here it's kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Mark is not in control at all of when he becomes medieval spawn or what he does while medieval spawn is in control. It's kind of like the Hulk. Mm. Yeah, to a degree, if Bruce Banner was time displaced um, yeah. from uh, the present day and the Hulk took his place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the concept of like, the power activating with the helmet and him just blanking is really cool because it it also probably like produces a problem for him where he's just like not even like yes he's not aware of his actions but like let's say that's something that is something in direct conflict to what mark wants to get out of something and we're sort of presented that problem when uh jim starts to sort of negotiate with medieval spawn and mark isn't aware and that is interesting because he's also having to negotiate with Mark and he's treating these characters and, and the, the conversation separately because there's an end goal there. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and all of that is really interesting. I love, you know, where that's going, the fight that they have actually, where we do get to see medieval spawn in action. Like he just decimates those angels like he completely obliterates them they're not even a threat mm-hmm. to him and that's a great way to get a character like this over mm-hmm. um i just think everything that was done with that character here was just really smart the only part of this issue that i didn't like to be honest is the uh the news segments which i can really do without yeah yeah that's uh todd mcfarlane original and yeah i could gladly see it dumped what what i'd say though is rory mcconville's script like for better or for worse like he does a really good job of mimicking todd mcfarland's style i don't think it's particularly particularly hard but you know even down to the uh you know stating what's very clearly on the panel like in the, in the very last pages you know the um uh this guy shows up the, the redeemer the, is that his name the redeemer yeah. uh he shows up and blocks one of spawn's chains and the caption is uh the redeemer spot stops spawn's assault dead in its tracks it's like you yeah you didn't have to waste that real estate that would have been it's cool <laughs> agreed agreed but, um, but credit to rory mcconville that feels exactly like a Todd McFarlane move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I just, I found a lot to like, like I think Marco said, you know, I was invested and that's the best thing you can say about these books sometimes, you know, um, 
because it's hard to get invested when the dialogue is poor, but really, really strong stuff by Rory. Obviously, time before time is great. And we know that he's kind of the primary scripter over there. Um, the absolute saddest thing about this book, though, is that if you scroll all the way to the bottom, or at least we have to scroll uh, to see this, the tease for Spawn 325 definitely says it's written by Todd McFarlane. Oh, well, this one while it lasted. um i i mean i I feel like you mentioned it on the main show it's like i think i think the the spawn book getting another writer on if if this is what we'll do uh this is what roy has to do one to mimic sort of the style um but then still tell a compelling story i would absolutely want that and i i do want that i mean the the part the part of the issue with where I realized I was invested, um, halfway through page was fifteen, where he's just like, uh, talking about the two freedoms and the or after obtaining his freedom, making the two vows. That was good. And he's like, he intends to keep both vows no matter what. So while these five angels are the first to taste his blade, they will not be his last. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, let's fucking go. Yeah. Fuck him up. Yeah, that was awesome. And, you know, Rory McConville is a writer who's making his bones right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, imagine if, you know, I've said it before. Imagine you get a guy like Jonathan Hickman on here. What happens then? You know, well, um, there's a long history of that. Alan, the most famous spawn stories are Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman. Yeah. So I hope that Todd looks at this issue and goes, wow. You know, like maybe this person should have an arc or something. I'm sure he's looking at he's like, wow, not enough captions. <laughs> <laughs> How can I even know what Spawn is thinking? What <laughs> happens on this page? And, you know, we haven't talked about the art, but as ever, like Carlo Barbary brings it. The art is not the it's never the problem. Like the art looks great. There are some Spawn panels here uh, that are that are really cool. Uh, medieval spawn looks badass you know this is huge hulking beast i wish the color scheme wasn't red white and blue that is so lame but you know it is what it is what do you mean those are america's colors what are you trying to say yeah 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 (laughs) it's just so over the top like come on Um, you think it's supposed to be black but it's like you know that that you know batman black and blue maybe but it's this looks pretty definitively blue, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a little annoying, but you know, it is what it is. Spawn is one of those books where every single time it comes out, I'm like, oh God, okay. This could either be really good <laughs> yeah. or really bad. And I don't know at all. There's nothing that I can use to gauge the quality other than who wrote it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's like different every time because Todd. That- yeah. That's what the de- the the depending factor is, is who wrote it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I love this issue. This is the best Spawn issue, I think, that I have read since ever, since I started reading Spawn, which was this summer. So, yeah, yeah great stuff. Agreed. Yep. Let's talk about King of Spies, number one. Mark Millar, Mark Miller, whatever. Mateo Scalera, uh, Giovanna Nero on Colors. Clem Robbins did the letters. Um, I 
have a love-hate relationship, I guess, with Mark. Mm-hmm. Sometimes his work comes out and it's brilliant and you're like, wow, I can't believe no one thought of this before or no one's done this as well as he has before. But other times you're like, this is just weird and overwrought and plotting and I don't even know what I'm reading. That's kind of how I felt about, um, gosh, what was the, 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 the thing that had a Netflix show that got canceled, Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah. Mm. The, the final part of that that we reviewed a little bit, oh, uh, that was Requiem. That was rough, I, I thought. Um, this one actually, I think, lands on the side of good. I think this is, this is Mark at his better. Not necessarily his best, but his better. Um, it helps that Matteo Scalera is such a talented artist. It's a very beautiful-looking book. Um, but I think that... Mark was really in his bag in this issue, really kind of diving into what it's like to get old, you know, and using a, you know, king spy, the best spy ever to tell that story. Uh, Sometimes I get annoyed by Mark's hyperbole, and I think that that's present here. Oh, I I am on the board of three different defense, you know, organizations, and I do this, that, and the other thing, and this guy's like the greatest spy of all time. Mm. Um, But if you could look past that, at least for me, I found something with some heart that I really got invested into. I hmm, I had the opposite feeling, and I think oh. I think it started with the the end where you know he's like, "I'm going to hell for the terrible things I've done, the corruption, the deceit, the murders, the incidents." Um, but I'm taking you cunts with me. I'm like, okay, like I get it. He's he's about to die. He's out for revenge, and he's gonna go and, and do that. That felt tired to me i, I okay. feel like he's i feel like he's he's written a story like this uh before and um it's it didn't feel all that unique um the character uh our main guy king he's all right he's cool he's nothing nothing amazing there wasn't anything here that drew me in and wanted me to necessarily want to explore more the world his history as a spy his... What's what's the main character's name, Marco? I don't know. Something King. Nope. No? Not at all. Yeah, there it is. Go. It's Rodney. What is his last name? His name it's is King. Roland King. Yeah. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Roland. His, his first name is Roland and something King. <laughs> I can't believe you just tried you to know, call him out. You know, you know that uh, uh, King of Spies, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for this medal, uh, Your Majesty. Uh, oh, you're welcome, Rodney. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Uh, um, I get for getting up my own ass. Um, there you go. I'm between you two. Huh. I saw stuff to like, but I think what I liked the most is how political this felt. And I think the reason this hit home to me is this story is very, very uh, British politics right now. Um, all the way down to I'm I'm just at the uh, the the Queen part that I referenced just a second ago. Um, in the very top panel, he's walking past a shop that says "Closing down, everything must go." That's any. Uh, high street in 
high street meaning you know sort of town center area in uh in in the uk right now and especially in glasgow where i believe mark millar lives um or i know he's from there but glasgow right now is close to ruins and um i mean all the way down to you know the the couple of bar scenes uh where rodney is uh takes you know gets his revenge and or, or you know confronts these these bullies like these are very clearly political stand-ins yeah um yeah this i mean this to me feels like not not necessarily like hurried in a bad way but like mark millar wrote this in a fervor because of the way british politics are right now and he's pissed that makes sense um i i i loved all those aspects of it too um I like the idea of, you know, people who have been entrenched in like global, you know, upendings of governments and things like that. Um, I, I like that aspect of this character. But what was so cool, I thought, was we see him. The book opens with him kind of at his prime, like he's this super assassin, like he can kill anybody, do anything like James Bond on speed, you know, mm. Um and then it cuts to him in the modern day. He's got a gut, you know, um, he's, he's, he's losing his hair. Uh, he's throwing up blood um, and he's, he's a vulnerable person. He's not an ass kicker in the way that he used to be. Um, and I like that. Weirdly, I uh, just wanted to point out the girl that the woman that's in his bed. Isn't there something really off about the way she looks? Is it, is it that she looks like she's drawn as a sort of older woman? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't mean that in like older women can't be sexy or whatever, but like, she's not like your, you know, your stereotypical comic book hot lady. Right. She looks like an older lady. Yeah. Yeah. And also it looks like she's wearing a t-shirt underneath her robe even though we know she's not yeah because of the way that her like chub is drawn (laughs) um it kind of just looks like a a wrinkled shirt yeah oh okay yeah um i i thought that was a great turn i like to see mark write characters who are vulnerable he so often doesn't uh like in nemesis and prodigy these are perfect characters and here he's used to be perfect, but now he's not. Uh, so that I like. Uh, Huck was also great, mm-hmm. kind of a you know a, a character who was super powerful but not that smart. Um, mm-hmm. I like stuff like that. So this I think was a great turn for Mark. Um, not perfect. Again, it's not necessarily him at his best, but um, you know even adding in the inclusion of, of of Roland having a son that he's estranged from and stuff like that. I just think that this has the potential to be something really good um, and haven't been turned on by anything that Mark's done in quite some time. I went, I went towards the end of the book and there's like this whole list of all the books that Mark has worked on. Hmm. What a legacy. Yeah. My guys, he's done, he's been around a long time. He's done a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. 
Um, I don't know. I really like this. Um, how did how did you guys feel about the art in the first part? I found it sort of, I guess, very fluid, and it it portrays the action well. Oh yeah. But I also felt like there were times when I couldn't tell what was going on. Like I got lost. Yeah. Similarly, I think the the scene where he lights the canister yeah. and it fires out. I'm not sure like the direction where the explosion is, what what he's hitting, uh, and then like him coming out of the, the, the car after that. Uh and then the scene where he gets on top of the truck, the, the 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 truck hits him onto the train, and then they have their own action scene on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few panels that similarly I, I felt that way, where I, I I understood like how dynamic his art was, but it wasn't immediately clear what was going on in some of the panels. I can see that. <clears throat> um, I think there could have been clarity added to some of those panels um but the arts i think it's brilliant i haven't seen mateo scalera in a while and boy oh boy was this i thought this was top shelf work i really Mm. did i think he he has a good style for like uh this kind of detective noir stuff it's uh it's scratchy there's like a little bit of there's clean lines but he he contrasts that with like the beat up face where it's a lot of like scrumpled up hashes and stuff it's it's cool i i don't think i've ever seen his art the panel where roland like falls out or jumps out of the building or off the the roof or whatever and it's that long drop Mm. god that's good yeah that was a good one that's good yeah yeah that's good that's cool yeah that use of space is very good Mm -hmm. yeah that's hot the only thing that sucks about it is that Given that you know our Roland is old as hell, we might not get cool shit like that. I bet we do. It's a Mark Millar book. That's true. Yeah, all his characters <laughs> guy, are superheroes. He, yeah, this this old guy, like he says he's old, but he's only got three months to live, so he's still gonna do this shit. And he kicks major ass at the end. Like he mm, yeah. ices like four people by himself. Which God, I wish you we know, could get somebody like that in real. Britain. <laughs> you could it could be you be the change you want to see Kale. that's what they say. <laughs> damn you know what mm-hmm. all right the man in the mirror Kale. i wish that i could change some shit marco is completely frozen on youtube there we go uh you're back but you're back just in time for us to end the show uh two books that i really enjoyed i say pull them both If you're on the Spawn train, you're probably pulling it regardless. But if you're hesitant about Spawn, pick this one up. It's really good. Uh, And, you know, unfortunately, the next one probably won't be this good. But we got a little bit of a taste of what Spawn can be. And then for this, I say pick it up if you are a Mark Miller fan, if you like spy books, if you like old dudes with dad bods that kick ass, uh, all of that will be present in this book for you. So I say pull both. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation. Let us know what you at home think about these comics. Write in to the comicspals at gmail.com. 
right in the comments section, wherever you're listening to this, including YouTube, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Leave us your thoughts there. Like, comment, share the video with your friends, subscribe to the channel. All that's free to do. And it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Listen to our reviews for Marvel and DC and boom and everything else on Thursdays right here. And if you leave a comment, we will read it on our main show, The Comics Pals, which drops every Monday, uh, where we talk about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. We talked a little bit about Spawn this week. We talked about, uh, you know, what we're thankful for and cool stuff like that. So check out our main show. Thank you so much for listening. We are very grateful for you guys at home. Uh, let us know if there's a book you want us to review that we're not, because we will definitely jump on. We don't care. We'll read anything. Uh, we read Spawn every month. Proof enough. Yeah, exactly. For Marco and Kale, I'm Sean saying until next week, take care, guys. Mary Spawn's giving. <laughs>